the Association of Baptist Churches here on the island of Ireland work together in lots of different ways. One of those is through Baptist Youth. And we're joined today by Matt Campbell, the Director of Baptist Youth, to tell us a little bit more about the history of that department of the Association. Welcome to Saints and Scholars Podcast. Today we are joined by Matt Campbell from Baptist Youth. Uh, Baptist Youth is part of the Association of Baptist Churches here in Ireland. Matt, maybe we can just start by simply you introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and uh, just yeah, let us know who it is that we're talking to today. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Yes, my name is Matt Campbell. I am originally from Palomina, uh, which is towards the, the north of the north of Ireland. It gets better and better the further north you go, Matt. I absolutely agree. Yep. So you're you're a better man than me. You're from further even further north. Um, got married just last year in 2020. Managed to get married at about the third attempt. And uh, now I live in, in Bangor, which is another place close to your home or close to your heart, Andrew. <laughs> right. So, yep, 28 years old. And yes, as you mentioned there, I work for Baptist Youth and the Youth Department of our Association of Baptist Churches in Ireland. I should clarify what Matt says after third attempt. It wasn't three different girls. It was the same girl, but three different occasions due to COVID. But what about uh, Baptist Youth? Tell us uh, what is Baptist Youth and what uh, especially does the director do? Yeah, well, Baptist Youth fundamentally is, as we referenced there, a department of the Association of Baptist Churches in Ireland. Uh, Those who listen regularly to this podcast, they'll know what the Association of Baptist Churches in Ireland is. But for those who aren't, let me just give a really brief explanation. It's basically a, a body of churches in the island of Ireland who share the same primary convictions about matters of faith. Not just what we believe to be true about God and salvation, those are obviously of fundamental importance, but also ecclesiological convictions about church government, baptistic, things like that. Um, so each church is independent and autonomous, but we do have an active gospel partnership with each other. Uh, identify, identify ourselves as Baptistic in our convictions. And so really as a body of churches, we've committed to intentionally invest in a number of areas together. And those are really what constitutes then the different departments of our association. So there's obviously the training department where we seek to equip men and women for gospel ministry. There's the missions department where we seek to proclaim Christ and plant churches. I think your last episode, we, we heard from uh, Gail, who is the director of the women's department, which seeks to encourage and develop the women of our churches and then finally, there's the, the youth department uh, where we work together to raise a generation of, of young people in the gospel. And so fundamentally, that's what Baptist Youth is. It's really an expression of why we work together as a body of Baptist churches in Ireland to reach each generation of young people with the gospel. And so, yeah, as the director of that department, my role really is to oversee the work that we do. Um, you could probably summarize our work in three words, which is connecting, equipping and resourcing. So we, we try to connect young people through the likes of camps and teams and events throughout the year. We try and equip young people in each of these camps and teams and events throughout the year, also trying to equip youth leaders and parents, those who probably have a bit more of a regular and hands-on relationship with the young people in our churches every week. And then finally, resourcing, um, either by producing resources for our churches to use, particularly in youth ministry and children's ministry, or um, by trying to direct them to good resources that already exist. So that's probably a little bit of a flavor of, of who Baptist Youth is and a little bit about what, what my role is in it. That's really helpful. Uh, the very nature of even the sign Baptist Youth, you're, you're always looking ahead and you're looking to that generation that's coming up. But this podcast, we want to look back a little bit. So why don't we do that? Uh, first of all, when, when did Baptist Youth begin and why was it set up originally? 
Yeah, well, our association of churches was formed in 1895. And at that time, Sunday school had already been pretty well established for a number of decades. And so already, by the time that kind of association was formed, probably a good proportion of our churches had Sunday school ministries on the go. Um, But while the association was kind of formed in 1895, probably Baptist youth didn't resemble what it looks like now, and probably until about the 70s, 1970s. Um, Because it was then, in those kind of early 1970s, we saw the coming together of two different strands of of youth and children's work that had been happening for a few decades within our association. Uh, The first of those two strands would be the Irish Baptist Sunday School Union. This was something that was approved by our assembly in 1913. There was a committee who ran this that included a number of church Sunday school superintendents that really had the primary focus of discipling children through Sunday school ministry. You know, they made a syllabus, they had scripture exams and competitions, etc. They had a big yearly event in the YMCA Wellington Hall in, in Belfast, where uh, some 1,500 seats would be filled each year, which is pretty incredible. Um, so that, that ran for the best part of 60 years, that um, Irish Baptist Sunday School Union. And simultaneously, while this was happening, there also then developed um, what was known as the Baptist Youth Fellowship. And the burden of this was really first expressed in the start of 1930s, 1934, where delegates really acknowledged that we've got this great Sunday school ministry going, but what about the young people? And uh, this is at a time where generally in society, there is a kind of more definite subgroup of young people being established. It's around this time, for example, the term teenager was first coined and used in society. And so that really got off the ground, that Baptist Youth Fellowship in, in March 1943, spearheaded by a guy called Hugh Burroughs. And so that existed to support young people. Similarly, they held youth rallies in in the YMCA, Wellington Hall in Belfast. They had sports days and conferences. The general idea was to encourage and develop young people in their faith. And so you have these kind of two ministries simultaneously running side by side, the the Irish Baptist Sunday School Union and the Baptist Youth Fellowship, which were taking place in our churches. Then it wasn't until 1971 then when another restructure was really being considered. And they said, okay, well, how could we bring these two strands together along with the uniformed organizations, which were obviously very popular back then in our churches as well. And so really it was in the early 1970s that Baptist youth then started to come together in the form that we really know it as as now. That's, re- that's really uh, helpful and uh, explains that kind of cultural background, that kind of drive from churches uh, uh, to connect with children and young people. Uh, obviously, as time moves on, uh, things move and develop in from the 70s forward, in what ways has Baptist Youth developed over the years? Yeah, things probably started to move pretty quickly, actually, from when it was first developed in the, in the early 1970s. For example, in 74, we saw the first Baptist Youth Camp, which has obviously grown into multiple camps for both children and young people, something that we still run today. That's happened every year since 1974, except last year, 2020, due to the COVID pandemic. Um, then the following year, 1975, there was the first BI team. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with BI teams, BI stands for Baptist Youth Evangelism. So it's Baptist Youth Evangelism team. Uh, it involves a group of young Christians joining together, forming a team, and then assisting one of the churches of our association for a week of evangelism. And again, they still run to this day. Um, BI teams will be heading off again in a, in a few months' time. And there were really a series of, of key people who began to then spearhead the work over the, the coming years from 1971 onwards. People like Roy Gamble was the, the secretary in 77 to 84. He was succeeded by a guy called Mike Ewan in 1986. Um, and then there was a real a real drive then and focus on, on training for youth and children's leader that became prominent. 
Um, Mike was succeeded by Jackie White and Dave Ramsey and then myself, uh, who started, was appointed really in the end of 2015. And um, probably then in, in more recent times, one of the, the major developments that's worth noting is uh, the establishment of a ministry called The Amazing Journey. So this is a, an evangelistic program that we saw in England just at the turn of the millennium. And then in the early 2000s, we bought the rights to use it over here. And The Amazing Journey is a great opportunity for churches to connect with local primary schools. And we employ an Amazing Journey coordinator. That's currently uh, a guy by the name of Aaron Riddle. And he goes into schools with members of that local church and he teaches the big story of the Bible to children in that primary school in a very interactive way. He's got big boards, which um, kind of have pictures telling what's been happening in the Bible. He encourages church members to dress up as some of the characters in the Bible. So you've got like a 10 foot tall Goliath, you've got Mary, you've got different people so that the young people in the school can be introduced to some of the Bible characters. And they also get an opportunity then to try Bible time foods. And then they get an opportunity at the very end to receive worksheets home and also a New Testament Bible. So it's been a great ministry, which every year sees hundreds of children and hundreds of families um, have God's word into their homes. And it's proved to be a really helpful tool to see um, churches connect with their, um, their local primary schools. So that, that's kind of some of the, the key developments, I suppose, in, in the past number of years with Baptist Youth and yeah, probably what's interesting to me as I look back to the history about the Chief was that there were still real challenges as well. You know, sometimes we look at what we're doing today and we're all too aware of the challenges that we're facing right now and maybe even the disappointments that we're facing right now. And whenever you look back to history, that maybe only seems to compound your discouragement because you look at history and the things that you tend to remember were the real highlights, you know, the things that really stood out. Um, but as I was kind of digging into the history even this week, there were some interesting observations and reports and surveys taken back even in like the 70s and the 80s where in spite of all this great stuff that was happening, there was also some discouragement over, for example, the lack of young people getting baptized, you know, the lack of young people being added to church membership. You know, we, we probably tend to think of that as being a very 21st century struggle, but actually even back then, it was interesting to see how they were expressing and lamenting even that difficulty back then. So over the history, there's been, there's been much to celebrate, but I suppose it's that tendency not to look naively and into the, the history as well, the Struggles that we face today, I suppose, were still struggles which existed back then. Yeah, um, that's a, that is a helpful balance. And it is true. Yeah, every, I guess every generation coming up, it's the same dilemma as we, we try and you know, pass on uh, the, the truth of the gospel and the foundations of faith. Uh, even listening to you talk about some of those things. Like, oh, I grew up in you know, our Baptist association, but actually Baptist youth was very, very instrumental in uh, helping and encouraging me, especially the, you know, the, those by teams, uh, the Baptist youth evangelism teams. Like that was a place where I was able to go to some some of these other churches, appreciate the fellowship and commonality that we had, but then also get to like for the first time do children's talks and even to preach and to uh, go out and to talk to people about the gospel, and then come back to my home church, hopefully a little bit more equipped and at least. A little bit more willing to throw my weight in there, so it, it's a it's an important ministry. And the amazing journey to our church, Emmanuel Baptist Church, at the moment in Lisburn, we've been really helped by that ministry in terms of just really, you know, just deepening our connection with the community through all of that schools work and getting to do the follow up and bringing those Bibles and books to the family. So it, it, it's uh, it's one of those departments in the church that personally I've I've had a lot of help and uh encouragement through 
and the, you brought that kind of realistic picture there to us a moment ago that there are difficulties and struggles all the way through history. What about the last few years? What particular encouragements have you seen and what opportunities do you see moving forward? Yeah, I think for, for me, I've only been in this role for about five and a half years or so. I think one of the things I've been definitely encouraged by is there, there's a real collective desire to see young people be transformed and to see our churches actively invest in young people. Um, you know, interesting to go back to some of those conversations that were being had amongst our churches, even in the likes of the 1930s, where there was a real lament that we want to focus on young people more and invest in them more. I think as you, you look on nearly, you know, nearly a century onwards, it's fair to say that God has answered our prayers on that. There's been a, there's a real focused investment now on, on young people. Um, churches even employ youth workers, and um, there's just this real focus on trying to invest in the next generation, which is just a, a real source of encouragement. Probably within the even our department, there's other probably areas which are of great encouragement, things like the internship program, which has been developed the past kind of four to five years, where we encourage young men and young women to take a year to join with us and to partner with a local church. And uh, obviously, you've been instrumental in that as well, Andrew. We've had a number of interns partner with Baptist Youth and Emmanuel Baptist Church. They, they get a bit of local church experience, get opportunity to shadow a pastor like yourself, and they also spend a day training at, at the Baptist College. And so opportunities like that have been really, really encouraging, and that's been a really exciting development. And probably as we look to the future, that's something we'd love to develop even, even more, um, that internship program. And so I think there's been a, lo a lot of encouragements at the moment, thinking about that desire to invest in young people and then opportunities like internship programs, not just with Baptist Youth, but amongst our churches, opportunities for young people to take a hold of, to really grow in their faith, develop in spiritual maturity, and find different ways that they can serve the church and grow in their gifting that God has given them. That's good, and that is encouraging. Well, for the people who are listening, and uh, you know, I'm sure a number of them already are interested and invested in uh, Baptist Church, how would you like them to be praying for the work of Baptist Church here in Ireland of Ireland? Yeah, I'd probably just ask that you pray for probably a number of things. I think as a department, the, the kind of post effects of COVID are always challenging. So we, we mentioned some of the highlights, the like of the likes of the amazing journey there. I mean, the amazing journey hasn't been able to run really the best part of a year just because the nature of it um, doesn't lend itself well to running at the moment. Obviously, schools are, have only recently got back up and running in the past few months. Um, they're trying to sort out their own kind of practicalities, let alone letting external groups come in. So pray for the the, the amazing journey that we, we would love to see that get back up and running before the, the new year and get that back to what, what it was. So pray, pray for that and even just other elements of the work that are naturally affected by, by COVID. Um, pray for this summer. And um, we're at the end of May as we're recording this. And so the summer is just around the corner. This is always one of the busiest times in, in our calendar year, but always, always one of the best and one of the highlights. And Obviously, this summer, it's very easy just to think about the practicalities and the risk assessments and health and safety concerns with, about COVID. But we, we want to see the summer primarily for what it is, which is a, a great opportunity for the gospel, a great opportunity for young people and children across the island of Ireland to hear more about Jesus Christ and who he is and what he's done for them. And so we pray for real spiritual fruit this summer. And then probably just generally as a department and as a body of churches um, that we would continue to invest in young people, that we will continue to pass down the baton of truth to them faithfully. Um, young people today face a lot of unique challenges and a lot of challenges which perhaps many of us are, are thankful that we didn't face when we were growing up. 
And um, the year that we've just come out of, I suppose, only compounds a number of challenges that they face, which have been unique to them. So just a general prayer for our young people um, that in spite of everything that is dangled before them, all the temptation, all the worldviews, that they would see that Christ is, is their hope and that Christ is the truth and that through the gospel, they can be made right with the God who, who made them and they can have the penalty of their sin dealt with and they can enter into this wonderful relationship with with God, their heavenly father, through the, the personal work of Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, just pray for, for those things. I think about the department and then generally for our young people in, in this island. Thanks very much. And certainly we will be. Thank you for your time today. And uh, this has been really, really helpful. And I appreciate you, you've obviously done a lot of digging into the history of the last few while. And it, it's been really, really helpful. Uh, so thanks very much for the work you've done and for the, the work you continue to do in Baptist Youth. Thanks so much, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. We hope you're enjoying the Saints and Scholars podcast. Please follow or like to keep up to date with the new episodes as they're released.